0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Dublin Tech Talks. As always, we're brought to you with the support of ICON Accounting. Um, ICON have been in operation in Ireland for many years, providing full range of services for professional contractors um, across industries. So if you're thinking about contracting, or are a contractor with queries or assistance, you should uh, reach out to them. I'm joined today by Tyler Patterson. Um, Tyler is a Managing Director for C.H. Robinson. So C.H. Robinson is one of the world's lar- uh, largest logistics platforms. Um, been in Ireland for some time, but a really exciting development at the moment uh, happening in Corp, which we're going to talk to Tyler about. Great, right, Tyler. So, look, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, really interesting time for C.H. Robinson and welcome to Ireland. Um, I know you're <laughs> Thank here you. A brief time. Before we jump in and you tell us too much about the company and what's different about that. Do you want to just maybe introduce yourself tell us a bit about your own background and how you've ended up in ch robinson in cork
1: yeah sure uh so my name is tyler patterson i'm the managing director for ch robinson technology here in here in cork um man, my journey with robinson goes back a little ways i started as an intern actually a uh, software engineer writing code huh. Um, a, a professor made me an introduction with the recruiter and that turned into an internship and then became a job offer for me. And and I've been here ever since. Um, so yeah, it's been 11 years and uh, really just fulfilling journey of, you know, finding what I'm interested in, mm-hmm. figuring out how I can help the company, uh, how that fits with the challenges Robinson has and uh eventually landed me in Warsaw, Poland two years ago. I opened an office there, and then about three weeks ago or so, it, uh, it landed me here in Cork doing the same thing again, uh, opening up a brand new technology office here here in Ireland.
0: Cool. And is that is something that's common in the company in terms of that progression, or you know, were you lucky enough to join at the start of something that was more significant than it had been? Do you want to just maybe tell us about the platform and the company and what role technology plays in, in there as well?
1: Yeah, sure. So yeah, when I joined, I mean, Robinson was around 300 people in technology, plus or minus. And and today we're a little over a thousand. So uh, I I don't know if I can quite call it ground floor of technology at CH Robinson. The company has been around since like the early 1900s, well before, I guess technology probably played a big role in that process. But uh, so for me, I think the progression piece really just came down to the conversations with you know with my managers along the way about hey this is what I'm interested in this is where I get excitement at my work um, what are there opportunities that I can continue to match up my interests with you know things the company is doing um, and just being really transparent about that is what's mm-hmm. really helped me you know move along my career from an engineer moving into more of a business analysis role leading teams and then getting the opportunity to obviously uh, move around the globe for, for some different opportunities as well.
0: Cool. So you, you've mentioned like you've kind of referenced the CH technology or CH Robinson technology business specifically. Um, is that different from other bi- um, businesses in your industry? So, you know, have have um, CHR put a stronger emphasis on the platform and how that enables you to unlock, you know, potential for customers?
1: Yeah. So, definitely in my whole time at ch robinson technology has been an area of investment it's not an area of cost and like, hey how do we just reduce this i don't want to pay any more for it than i need to it's not that at all uh, it's always been you know how does this a differentiator in the marketplace if i think about the last maybe three to four years you've heard about a rise in technology companies getting into supply chain management okay. and to me I think that's just a a sign of people realizing like, oh yeah, like this is this is a market like with, mm. with some uh, maybe hidden value in there. And I think it's something we've been lucky to be a, a part of for a long time. And so mm. we're able to take the technology side and leverage it against the fact that we have a large established customer base, a large established carrier base. And so mm. whenever we can, you know wiggle out a couple more percentage points of efficiency or something like that has really big ramifications for the business and for our customers
0: mm. and, and would you see the business as i mean the platform is a key component right it's not you're not just a logistics business with some tech plugged into it at its core the the, the platform plays its part right
1: yeah definitely so for us the the platform it's Navit series what it's called is what you'll read about um is for us it's the thing that can do the end-to-end supply chain management for our customers Mm -hmm. so that's whether you're doing a a truck shipment like you and i see on the road or it's an ocean container or it's rail or it's air it it handles any of those modes Mm -hmm. as well as you know pushing visibility for our customers whether they need that on the web they want that on their mobile apps or they're just looking for real-time analytics uh, we have a really interesting part of the product called Navisphere Vision that taps into like machine learning, data science, looking at news, weather, things like that to try and predict disruptions and big global mm-hmm. supply chains and let our customers, you know, maybe maybe they need to reroute some trucks around a heavy storm coming through a part of the country. Um, we can do that for them and, and help them understand where they've got risks in their supply chain. So mm-hmm. for us, that platform definitely is the differentiator in technology. Uh, is really what lets us multiply the effect that all of our employees have.
0: Because mm. I think perhaps there, there's a misconception sometimes when you talk about logistics, you know, as it, it like going back to what you said, somebody thinks, oh, go work for a logistics company. It's a back office, keep the lights on kind of function. And I know everyone's gotten a lot more adept at tracking their packages over the last nine or 10 months, but it's way beyond that, right? It's very complex, interdependent supply chains, uh, supply chains across geographies and all of that stuff. At a, at a high level, do you want to just tell us what is the problem that the business is, is solving for people?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, we've all gotten really good at tracking our parcel packages, but it's not something you necessarily think about. But that, that delivery person who shows up at your door, that's not the person who picked it up at the manufacturing plant, wherever mm-hmm. that product was made, right? Mm-hmm. And so the supply chains really have seen a heavy strain on them, be it, you know, recently here, Brexit or obviously COVID. Um, keeping shelves stocked, keeping drivers employed, making sure that we're moving goods effectively. You know, everybody's keen on I placed my order and maybe before we were okay if they said a week and now it's like, that's oh, my groceries. I, yeah. I really, I'd like them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's, you know, been a really key area for us where it's felt like we've had a really positive impact in the world is to help people uh, get their goods, get them on time, uh, really focus on eliminating the disruption as much as possible for people mm-hmm. um, because that supply chain is something that maybe we all didn't think about a year ago year and a half ago as much because sure, you're right man. it felt back off us but mm-hmm. but it's really not it's a difference maker for so many companies um, when they think about if products aren't on the shelf people can't buy them people can't get the benefit from them it's what keeps mm-hmm. businesses open and it's what lets you and me be able to go to the grocery and and still be able to pick up a roll of toilet paper, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Definitely essential item. Um. So, uh, if if you look at that then, and on the the kind of the last, you know, well, I keep saying eight or nine months, but it just keep getting longer. But say over the last year, what type of challenges have been presented to your business? You know, through those disrupted supply chains, and you know everything from uh, availability of raw materials through. You know, um, more pressure markets, availability of staff to just process things from a logistics perspective. Have have you had to operate in real time and tweak that? Have you learned anything about how agile your business is through that period?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, you touched on a good one that I don't think people think of quite as much is when it comes to logistics. It is about how do you keep goods flowing through smoothly, and when we experience a disruption like like COVID, like Brexit, it really changes how how those supply chains work and because of the history and the data and the information we have from our customers, we've been able to go to them and help them optimize other processes outside of like the direct shipping supply chain Mm -hmm. uh, to make good decisions. You know, a good example would be when it comes to building out products, you've got to source raw material and that becomes maybe more challenging to store or to ship and you have other issues there. So we've been able to work with them on, Hey, how do you plan the right, production in order Mm -hmm. to match the new logistics market of transportation Mm -hmm. and keep things on the shelf in the best way you can, uh, be more mindful of the costs that you pay for things like maybe holding in a warehouse versus the shipping costs, things like that. So Mm -hmm. we've really been able to like leverage some of our data and experience with our customers to help them make better decisions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I mentioned, it's, it's really been a difference maker for some of these companies, whether you're the biggest companies where you're talking about saving millions and millions of dollars, or we're talking about small businesses who are just trying to keep the doors open and the difference between paying some storage fees on a handful of pallets that might be mm-hmm. all that they ship in a month um, can really be a big difference to them. So uh, the impact I think has been been big for people you know no matter if you're the the biggest of the big or mm. or you're just a small company looking to you know keep your local business alive and employ a couple of locals
0: and is, is that modular component is that is that um unique to your business or something that you've you know made sure to have in place so like you said your customer profiles vary wildly from you know your your huge um multinational enterprises to mid-sized businesses so how, what what part does the platform play in that? And you know, yeah. do you have a typical customer profile?
1: Yeah, so when we think about our software side, I, I mentioned like Navis Revision a bit ago, and that's really geared at those really large global multinational shippers who have, mm. you know, thousands of shipments in place at a single moment and they want to, you know, reroute swaths of traffic around regions of disruption. And so we have products built to them, but we definitely have products built towards, you know, small businesses. Um, one of them is called Freight Quote by CHR. And that one, for instance, just allows small businesses. It could even be you and me, right? Maybe you're just mm-hmm. shipping something. I don't know. You're you're going to ship an engine or something like that, right? You need yeah. to pallet it. And so we offer up a service that allows individual people to go out there and price and get a quote around shipping things that you wouldn't throw into and post, but, yeah. uh, you're not really sure maybe where to go either. And so the nice thing is we're able to leverage our scale for those smaller customers and help them mm-hmm. on pricing. Uh, because if you just call up you know FedEx or, or UPS or whoever it is and say, I need to ship a, a, a 500 kilo pallet, mm. you're going to pay thousands of euros yeah. to do that. Um, and yeah. we can help leverage them with some of our size and scale to put you in with other freight that we've got coming in and out of Ireland and help you out with the pricing there. So definitely, we we try to tailor the products down to the consumer because it makes a difference if you're if you're just shipping a few pallets a month or you're shipping a few thousand pallets globally. Yeah.
0: Cool. So you mentioned you built um, a tech business for the company in Poland. So mm-hmm. yeah, clearly you've landed here to do um, you know a similar job um, from an Irish perspective. What's the focus of the tech work going to be in Ireland, and what? Why have you? Why have you come here, and not just you know an extension of what's already being built in Poland?
1: Yeah, so here in Cork specifically, you know, we're looking at growing and really taking on the leadership over our DevOps practices for the company. Okay. Uh, so I mentioned we've got around a thousand IT employees today, and. Within there, we've got around 3,500 DevOps pipelines actively going to production You know, day-to-day day as, as engineers are working on it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we've really grown what we've been doing there. We've got some existing folks for those teams in the U.S., in Poland, um, but we're looking to further growing those teams here in Cork. And... Um, I'm pretty excited we've we've just recently picked up a new director of engineering who's going to be leading over DevOps for us globally here out of Ireland. So that's a pretty exciting thing, I think for for us here is uh, expanding where you know our leadership is for technology globally as well. Hmm. So that's a big area for us. We're also looking at some roles in security right now. Um, And we have a few other shared services being covered. So today, there's also some finance roles. And I think in the next couple of months, we should be having some automated test roles, analytics types roles. Um, So really just getting started here in Cork, expanding where we have our technology talent. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have a business office out in Dublin. So they're doing global forwarding business work. And we really enjoy having our, our tech offices close to our business offices because yeah. you know, hopefully, once COVID's done here and we can all connect, it's it's a great resource to have our our stakeholders, our users, you know, within uh, within a reasonable distance to talk to them about, you know, hey, what do you see and what's useful? How can I build this? Can you test? Um, so mm-hmm. it's really great to have that engagement with them too.
0: Good and like you, you know, you've been with the company for some time. So what is it that you know keeps you excited and involved in this business? What why do you think people would find, you know, in addition to all the stuff that you've outlined already? what are people going to get from this type of work
1: yeah so i think for me the biggest thing has been the amount of challenges that exist in supply chain, and the fact that uh they haven't all been solved yet this isn't a solved problem of just you know repeating what someone else has already done these are these are new problems that don't have answers um if you really get deep into it and some of like the logistics optimization that can happen um some of those are actually like mathematically unsolvable problems so to me that's exciting in terms of like there's new ground to be made in the Mm. in the logistics space in terms of like if you're really into like the the computer science and the problem of it um Mm. it's really exciting there i think also for me it's the fact that like this has been a business that makes a difference uh you know i touched on a little bit with some of the supply chain impact we've had but To me, it's always been exciting that this is something I can feel good about doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't get me wrong, there are lots of businesses out there and people love what they do, and it's no knock against those in any way. But for me, knowing that, like, when I'm in the stores and I want to pick up some goods, you know, I know where that came from. I know what it took to put like Mm -hmm. a jacket on the rack inside the shop that, you know, I'm trying on now. Mm -hmm. Um, That to me has always been something I found really exciting it was tangible it made me feel like I had some real um output from what I did
0: yeah I get it I mean you know seeing the real world application of the work you're doing in in tangible terms and um, for a lot of people is is the type of work that they want to want to be involved in and just seeing what you do how it, how it impacts in the physical world rather than as you say not knocking those businesses but something that's you know just a process in in part of something bigger but essentially internal and never never leaving the confines of, of that business. Yeah, it's a, it's a different proposition already. Right. Just, I guess, on that, is there any, you know, anecdotally or anything in the past that surprised you about the product as you've evolved or new customers have come on board or solving certain problems for customers?
1: Yeah, so I think thinking about some of those problems, there has been, uh an interesting one I worked on for a while where we were getting into a new line of business around some warehousing. So mm-hmm. we didn't we don't own a lot of what we ship today, like we don't own the planes or the trains or the boats, yeah, okay. um, but we were looking at getting into some warehouses and and the big reason was because if if you're in a major metro and you want to ship a small amount of of goods, you can usually throw those goods on a truck with other people's goods and get them mm-hmm. shipped. but if you don't i uh, you, you're kind of just stuck the, the rates can be really rough someone's got to make a special trip out to you to get your things and and that's a challenge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we started looking into building these warehouse locations not in the major metros but somewhat close so we could take advantage of them where people could could localize the freight collection into mm-hmm. an area and then they could consolidate it onto a truck that would maybe make that long haul drive across countries or, or you know across the region and then deliver it to someone local who again can make that local delivery for them. Mm. Um, And at first it was like, okay, this is like an interesting, I can see why this is business revenue generating thing for the company and let's build the technology to do it. Um, But the other thing that was exciting was getting the opportunity to talk to some of the drivers, you know, for them, they were like, no, this is great because I'm a driver who likes to come home every night. I just mm-hmm. want to drive in my Metro. I want to do my yeah. eight hours and I want to go home to my family. I can do mm-hmm. that now. And there are other people who love the cross-country driving they love to see the world they love to make those travels to different areas Mm -hmm. and now they get to do it and so it was an interesting one where like it wasn't actually just for the customer who pays us to move their goods but this was for like the drivers and they were like no this makes a difference to me i get to to be home and so that was you know an exciting thing to see how our shipments you know not just were a positive Thing for Robinson in the revenue sense, but mm-hmm. um, drivers got to focus on what they like. Customers were getting better pricing because we could give them better rates in those small areas, and so kind of just everybody won. And it was a really exciting opportunity to see how how our business can make a difference for people.
0: Great. Well, yeah, like I said, I mean, working for a business where technology directly impacts people, and you can measure that is is certainly something that I think a lot of people. Find rewarding and can really clearly see that sense of purpose, which you know is is so important to everyone. Um, so I guess look, you're at the start of something really special in Cork. Um, lots of interesting project work. If people are interested, they should just find you on LinkedIn and reach out. Is that the best way to to talk to you about what's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, LinkedIn is is a great place. Uh, today we actually just moved into our office in Penrose Quay here in Cork. Uh, pretty a odd time to be moving into an office given what's going on but but it does give us an opportunity to you know meet people their first day in get them their things and such Mm -hmm. um so so we're excited about that but linkedin's a great place and uh, we also have a careers website just jobs.chrobinson.com uh there's a number of positions for cork already lined up uh out there if people are interested to reach out and uh Definitely LinkedIn. If you're not quite seeing what you're looking for today, I'm happy to to, you know, chat, talk about what you're looking for and see if we can find a place for you.
0: Great. Well look, thanks for that. Really looking forward to seeing how you progress. And I think from past experience, I'm sure you've heard this from everyone before, but oftentimes when businesses come into Ireland um, and start to get some work going, the you know, the quality of the people that we have here that from all over the world, you know, makes for a really Diverse work for some really, you know, quality output. So I'm sure it's the start of uh of something of something big for you guys in Cork. Wish you all the best with it.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, David. Really appreciate it. Uh, really glad to be here. People have been incredibly welcoming. So really excited.
0: Yeah, you'll find that it's it's a lot better when you can actually you know go out and, and mix with people. So <laughs> oh, the course. best is yet to come. Trust me. Look, thanks for that. And uh, what what I'll do is I'll make sure that we're we're. Uh, point people back to the career site in the post when we, when we put it through on the socials. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Great. Take care. Thanks again to Tyler for uh, taking the time to tell us about what's going on in CH Robinson. So certainly another really good news story for, for Cork and Ireland in general, some super interesting technical work coming up there. So please do reach out if uh, you'd like to hear more. We'll be back with um, some more of these video style interviews as well as some lunch and learn dates that we are just locking down at the moment. So we'll then um, give you a sense of what's coming up over the next week or so and hopefully we'll see you again. Thanks, bye.